0: hello and good afternoon I am excited to be back talking to everyone it's been a couple of weeks I was out of town last week in Utah teaching at a retreat and teaching my dance your truth content and I was also doing some really really cool things that prompted what I want to talk about today so apparently over the past short while I've gone from being one of the biggest fraidy cats possible to being an adrenaline junkie. I don't really think that that's something I had ever expected would happen, but starting with jumping out of an airplane and then on this last trip, I walked on fire four times and I broke an arrow with my neck, so All of these things are things that are terrifying to do, and all of them are things that I absolutely loved and felt like there was a gigantic transformation within me because of these things. And so this led me to think and analyze because that's what I love to do. I love to understand things and to understand them on a deeper level than maybe it's commonly presented. And I thought, you know, the problem with this term adrenaline junkie is people don't explain the reason why someone becomes addicted to um, this type of, of adventures and behavior. And they write it off as if it's just these crazy, crazy people that are, that are just, you know, trying to push, push themselves into uncomfortable positions. But the reality is adrenaline is a chemical that is produced in your body. And it's also produced often, most often with cortisol as well. And so it actually creates a great deal of stress. And it's not, the adrenaline itself is not typically what people are enjoying. That's what people don't explain. I'm not saying nobody enjoys it. I'm sure that eventually you condition yourself to enjoy that that dump of adrenaline and cortisol. But it causes you to have a hard time thinking clearly because all of your blood rushes to your extremities, causes you to have weird digestive issues because You don't need to digest food if you're running from a bear. And so everything kind of goes wonky when we get adrenaline and cortisol dumped into our system as quickly as it happens when you do something like skydiving or walking on fire. But what happens after is the significant part. After you get past that scary part, there's a different chemical that's released. There's a great deal of endorphins and dopamine that are released. And those are both responsible for happy, happy feelings. Those are both happy chemicals. And you combine that with doing it with people you care about, you're going to get some oxytocin in there. You combine it with, you combine it with, um, with mindset things. You might also hit some serotonin. So you're going to hit a whole combination, this whole cocktail of happy chemicals. And the reason you do is because number one, you accomplish something huge. So then the dopamine comes. Dopamine is our goal setting hormone. So when we achieve something, we get a rush of dopamine. It is also the one that is responsible for addiction. It is the only one of our happy chemicals where we have what they call a dump or a hangover or whatever after, because after we get the high, it drops down if we don't have something next. And so that is when people accomplish something, say gambling, you know, and they get that dopamine hit, they then feel almost worse after if they don't have something, if they don't keep going. And so we get dopamine rushes in positive ways and in behaviors that are maybe not addictive or harmful. But the goal is, is that you always want to have a next, a next summit to reach. And so if you're doing it by marking things off your list, a lot of list makers, when you cross something off, you get a quick dopamine hit. That's why people like to write them physically and then mark them off. It's a quick little dopamine hit. And so that's why also people who are list makers, and I know that because I've been a chronic list maker most of my life. In fact, sometimes I make lists for my lists. Um, But when you cross it off, you get that quick hit, but then you keep having to make more lists. And eventually that can lead to burnout and exhaustion. And so we have to be really careful with dopamine. But when it comes to, when it comes to overcoming our fears, I have now become a huge, huge fan of leaning into our fears and being able to say, Hey, this is not going to limit me. Cause when our fears limit us, our world gets smaller and smaller. And when our world gets smaller we don't try things as much we create a belief system in our mind of what's possible and we don't even make the effort there's this excellent story that i heard by from the man who taught us before we did the fire walk about about a aquarium and the man that worked at the aquarium and there was a piranha that he loved to feed every day he drop a koi fish in there and the piranha would go crazy and then and go eat it and he would do this every day and then he decided to do a a trial where he put a glass wall in the middle of the tank and he put the koi fish on one side and then the piranha was already on the other side and the piranha went crazy and rammed into the wall and tried to get through to get to that koi fish and and couldn't make it so eventually the piranha started just circling their side of the tank and just kept going around and around and eventually it got smaller circles and slowed down and stopped altogether. Well, the next day, the man decided, what's going to happen if I pull that divider out? We pulled the divider out and the piranha did nothing, didn't do anything, just stayed there. So he hit the side of the tank to try and scare the piranha over to the other side so it would eat. So he knew this piranha was hungry. And the piranha rushed halfway across the tank and stopped right where the divider used to be. And eventually that piranha died from starvation because it never went past that belief. And that's what fear does for us. And that's why this walking across fire and jumping out of an airplane was completely transformational for me. And I'm not recommending that everyone follow those exact same things, but what I am recommending is that we start looking at our fears in a different light and start looking at it and saying, If this is something that I can push past and that I can lean into it and that I can discover a way that I can conquer this, I will grow and my ability to affect other people, my ability to reach people will grow. My ability to become who I was meant to become will expand. That is the only way our soul can expand is if we grow, if we push past the things that limit us. And so that is what I'm recommending. And there's one final piece that I also learned from firewalking that would be very, very helpful. And that is visualize what it is that you want. So if you have something you fear, even if that fear is just a conversation with somebody that you don't want to have, that you're dreading, visualize what you want to feel like, what you want to experience, and visualize that over and over. Because you have to give your brain something else to plan for. Because when we have fear, it's because we're visualizing over and over again how scary something's going to be, how awful it's going to be, how destructive it's going to be. And so, of course, we have extra adrenaline running through our body before we even do it. When I sky dove out of that airplane, I felt all kinds of adrenaline up until it was time to go. And then I went and I did it. So I wasted all the time when I was in maximum safety, feeling as if I was at complete risk of my life and as soon as i went it was it was pure bliss if you haven't already seen will smith does a video just type in will smith on skydiving he makes a really great speech about it and one of the things i love he says is that god puts the best things in life on the other side of fear and i completely agree with that so it's been an incredible experience for me to overcome that. But if you want to just start small, start with visualizing, start with looking at how you want to feel instead because none of us want to feel fear. And fear is just a story. Fear is just a story that we've created and we've repeated it and we've had an emotional reaction to it. So create a different story. Give your mind something else to move towards and see the ways that you can expand as a human being. So thank you all for listening and watching, depending on what platform you have found me on. And next week, I will be doing a five-day challenge to help people overcome anxiety. It's a very simple challenge. It'll be Monday through Friday at 12 Eastern time. So go to danceyourtruth.org if you wanna sign up. It's a very simple sign up and it's free. So if you want to try it out and dip your toe into the water of what it looks like to work with me, there will be interaction, it'll be through Zoom and I would love to see you. And if for some reason you're watching or listening to this after that has happened, because this is on May 24th, 2021, still go to dancertruth.org because I continually have new things happening and new, new workshops, new learning opportunities. Because my goal is to get you to discover your truest and highest self and your own freedom. My goal is to help people to become emotionally independent. I have no interest in having people that are dependent on me for their growth. I just open the door and I facilitate you becoming a strong and powerful being that you were meant to be. So I love you. I hope you have a great rest of the week. It was great to be back with you. And I will see you again or talk to you again next week. Bye.